Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian Seed, and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. just stopping in here beforehand and you know what that means I mean something did not go to plan and this time you know Blaine guest on this episode decided he wanted to download an entire site dump for whatever fetish porn he's into and he just kept cutting out and we tried to like power through it there might even be like a little technical uh, IT session right there in the middle of it I don't know if he cut that out or not when he sent it to me but I'm just playing it raw and then, so his end of the recording sounded good, so we're using that until he ran out of memory, somewhere around the PS3, and then I'll, I'll put mine back in. Uh, so if you hear any bit of over-talking or you're wondering why it sounds different, that's what's up. I'm just using the recording from his end because his internet, at least coming through to us, was kind of spotty and I couldn't hear him half the time, and so we just, we made it happen for you. We made it happen, so I just wanted to give you the righto heads up before we get into this and so yeah thank you have a good one hi and welcome to this episode of the rpg show the show we rate review and talk about rpgs my name is brent i'm your host and with me today i have a couple fellas to talk about some cool stuff first up we have nick puts the m in simulator gantner what's happening i what yeah i don't okay oh whatever Fuck you can take that multiple ways you want. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, whatever. But in addition to him, we have Blaine shit in a toaster and call it a console J. What's happening, brother? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, doing good. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. I you know, assume that's a reference to the NES. He did recently buy like a, like a. Like a, just a pack of games or something that just been shit all over, didn't you? Wasn't that a thing that uh, happened I, recently? I found them on a rock. You found them on a rock that they've been shit all over. So that's they were, thing. yeah, okay, you got it. I cleaned it. It worked. Whatever for NES. There you go. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disparaging you or trying to bring you down. I spent it's two just hours cleaning shit off of something that I already had three of. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I would I would disparage you for that. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So that depends on what the thing is, right? Because like, what if it was like a thousand dollar bill? You had two, you know, already you had two thousand dollar bills, and you found a third <clears throat> one that had shit on it. Right. I mean, I'd clean that off. Yeah. Right. This is like a sixty dollar bill. 
if there was such a thing. <laughs> For a $1,000 bill, I would reach through raw sewage, but yeah. All right. If it was a $5 bill, I'd probably still clean the shit off and keep it, to be fair. Yeah, well, you know. Well, um, you know, we're here to, we're talking about some cool stuff before that. Um, yeah. Nick, what you been on to, man? What you been, what you been playing? What you been doing? Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Um, Monster Hunter World still. And then random other shit when the mood hits me. All right. Any, any, anything else cool happening in the, in the, in the Nickiverse? No, but nothing ever cool happens in the Nickiverse. So I'm a very, very uninteresting person. I really wish you had enunciated the C and K on the Nickiverse better. Whatever. It's not like the first time that I would have said something like that. So whatever. Dear God. I really don't give a shit. I really could care less. We already had somebody give us a zero star review or whatever. So fuck it. We did? I hope we did. It was one star or whatever. What the fuck it was. Yeah, we had a one star. I don't know. I hope we get a new one. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what I about like uh, we have? What about what about you, Blaine? What's what have you been playing? What have you been doing? What's what your next show coming up? Doing? You know what you doing? Uh, next show is Final Fantasy VIII. Trying to get through that. Uh, it's a good luck. Yeah, it's a fucking schlog. Uh, probably not going to get through it. Um, but I'll do my best to explain why it sucks. Uh, spoilers minor, I guess. Um, <laughs> other than that, you know, I got the PS4. I got some games for it, but I haven't really delved into any of those. I tried to play Battlefront 2 uh, a little bit because it came with that, and uh, I'm just I'm not a shooter guy, so I was largely uninterested. Uh, picked up Super Meat Boy for a dollar, and I, I really got into that. I'd never played that before, so that game's awesome. Oh man, Super Meat Boy's a good time. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So been playing a lot of that, and then uh, Resident Evil 7. I picked that up as well uh, recently. Uh, I haven't started it yet because I figure as soon as I start playing it, I won't play Final Fantasy VIII at all anymore. Um, but yeah, I'll probably end up playing that and just like, whatever, Final Fantasy VIII, it, it sucks. It looks like you're looking for any reason to stop playing Final Fantasy VIII. I really so. dislike it a lot. I don't I don't know why that game exists. Well, but, they, needed a, they needed another Final <laughs> Fantasy game, of course, yeah, and but, 8 comes after 7 in right. chronological order. So. I guess that was why I was so disappointed in 8 initially, because 7 was, you know, at the time anyway, it was certainly just like this huge masterpiece cultural phenomenon in the world of video games. And then I remember 8, you know, it was just so hyped and you, everyone was like ready for like, what are they going to do next kind of thing? And then we got Final Fantasy 8 and it was, yeah. You know, if it was Shame, if it was just called like you know Seifer Man About Town or something you know it'd be like hey <laughs> this is a pretty good RPG <clears throat> but it wasn't called that it it stamped Final Fantasy so yeah but that's about it man yeah all right well uh, now it's time for me to bring us way down before we get into our subject I just want to talk about the cut past couple weeks I've had all right and I don't this uh, is this, if, you, if you don't want to listen to this just skip ahead ten minutes. Yeah, this is not, this is, this is, this is and is not Brent's petty party, okay? All right, let's be fucking clear. There's just going to be a little catharsis here to get, get this out there, because I've only really talked to a couple people about what this shit that's happening, but started about three weeks to a month ago, um, Brittany went to the ER and was diagnosed with MS, okay? Now, that's bad enough shit as it is, but 
hey, we're dealing. We'll live. We'll get through that. All right. But uh, on top of that, the emergency room we went to, so the hospital we went to, they're not in network. So that's that's a good thing to know. But at least with that, we met our ridiculously high deductible. Um, so that that's really taken care of. The hospital being out of network, of course, means the neurologist we were referred to is also now out of network, but we like her, so I guess we're just going to continue paying out of pocket to see her neurologist from here on out, so that's a good time. Then, after that, we had to get a, uh, essentially, a, uh, a lumbar puncture, a spinal tap, to confirm. Okay, and that took, uh, you know, some time to schedule and set up. In the meantime... Uh, Brittany's having to start student teaching so she can graduate on time. If not, we get pushed to the fall. She doesn't graduate on time. We start paying student loans. We have to pay. For, it's it's a whole fiasco. So, uh, but at the current point in time, she was able to physically, you know, handle that. Just her vision kind of is one of the key things being affected by the MS. I mean, she can't drive herself around. Okay, I'll take her there and pick her up or have somebody else do it or whatever. We'll manage. You know, we're we're just we're dealing with that. So we go in for the lumbar puncture. Okay, and that was a week and a half ago at this point. Since the lumbar puncture, she has had to go back to the hospital not once, not twice, not three, but four times for complications and, of course, spinal headache uh, issues from the spinal tap. So that's all just fantastic. Um, she's currently still put out because of that. You know, just just ton of pain, can't stand upright really fucking blows right so which means i'm having to you know i'm taking care of the baby taking care of the house taking care of her all while working because i can't take any time off work because work told me hey we don't have any fill-in people so you gotta come to work or you don't have a job kind of situation so fuck me right um and um so that's been going on and on top of that this is this was the this is so insignificant to the the everything else going on it was just felt like it was just like the little piece de la resistance the the fucking cherry on top right so yesterday day before yesterday i come i come back i get home from work yeah so this has been thursday i get home from work and i'm like all right i'm at, at this point i'm sick i've got a science effect i got whatever cold that the baby had that wasn't sleeping so she wasn't sleeping so i mean nobody was sleeping except for the heavily drugged medicated woman. Uh, so I'm like, all right, I got to get home. I'm going to check on the baby and my mother-in-law, make sure everything's kosher there. And then I'm going to go from there to the hospital to be with Brittany because she had to go in today because of the pain and all that kind of stuff. And they're supposed to be doing some procedure to help alleviate it. So I, uh, I go by the house and I'm like, man, I fucking smell burning plastic. And her mom's like, I don't smell anything. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. So I make sure every, all the electronics, everything's turned off in the house because she was leaving. We were all leaving. I'm like, just turn, shut everything down. I'll fucking figure it out later. So I leave out. I go to the hospital. They don't even do the procedure because the anesthesiologist, the person that's supposed to perform the procedure, comes in and is like, yeah, uh, the risks involved with doing this, I could actually make this worse. It's going to go away on its own eventually, all the pain and shitty symptoms you're having. But if I, I, this is a very difficult procedure, and if I remotely, you know, go too far with the needle, 
we're kind of resetting this process and making it worse because it's a much bigger needle. And of course, my wife at that point is like, fuck that. No, even if it's like a 5% chance of you resetting this from go, I don't want to play that ball. So, you know, that was a three-hour visit to the hospital for nothing except for IV fluids. So I'm sure they'll charge me half a million dollars for that. And uh, <laughs> so we get back home and I'm like, uh, mother-in-law, she's not going to be bringing the baby back for another couple hours. I get my wife in. She's comfortable. I'm like, look, I'm going to lay down and take a nap. So I'm, I go lay down and take a nap. And I just hear a scream of my name. And I come in there and there's fucking smoke, acrid smoke, just puffing out the back of the TV, right? I'm like, fucking fantastic. Like, so I turn everything off. There's, there's, I've, I've since taken the TV down, taken the back off of it. There's a huge, I guess, what I can only imagine is one of the fuse or, di- I guess it's like a diode there, um, shorted out and it burnt right through the board. Like the board has a legitimate, like maybe about the half, like half size of my pinky nail, just like burnt in it, hmm. um, straight up crack hole in it. So that's great. That's, that's an, another investment I, I just fucking needed. And so I'm like, I, I fucking finish all that. I go to the bathroom. I take a piss, flush the toilet, water shoots out the back of the toilet. I fucking can't make this shit up, man. Like I, I completely blew the, the, um, I guess it was just wear and tear eventually. I don't know. But um, I think there's some some subfloor, like something's been leaking in the bathroom, so I'm going to have to take up all the flooring and replace that. So I don't even want to think about that part right now. Mm-hmm. But essentially the O-ring had dry rotted and cracked underneath the toilet and, mm-hmm. you know, flushed it, kind of blew and shot water and yep. piss all over the floor. So I, that situation's been handled. Uh, the TV part's been ordered. And uh, the wife's asleep, the baby's asleep, and I'm up here talking about video game consoles, which you may do, right? <laughs> so uh, if if I've been a little vacant or not responding to people sending me messages or emails, my apologies. Uh, my mind's been elsewhere. It's been a little crazy time around here. So um, I just had to get that all out there. I'd just be like, this is the, the, the fucking lemony snicket of Brent's fucking life right now like it's just insane insanity uh at this point in time but hey you know nothing better to do in a hospital room when your wife's laying there asleep uh knocked out on good hospital drugs is to play final fantasy tactics advance right like i mean that's a good time for that so at least i kept that going for me uh so yeah that's cool i think it's great you're staying positive Brent. Yeah. I mean, you know, what am I going to do, right? Like, just, I did tell one of the, like, one of the drivers at work I'm cool with, like, there's just a bunch of shit going on at work, too. And he was, he was calling me, he was checking on me, telling me some stuff he's got going on in an account that wanted something. And I was like, I was like, Danny, listen to me. One morning, I'm going to send you a text message. It's going to say, don't show up to work this morning. And when that comes, just, just don't go to work that day. Because uh, uh, let's just say you might not have somewhere to be the next day. Let's just let's just let's just give you. A, I'll give you a warning, right? So uh, joke yeah, that stuff in today's day and age, man. I I <clears throat> I did. <laughs> I, I still do. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to go in there and shoot a bunch of people. That's 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 old hat. All right, that's old hat. <laughs> I'm going to find a much. I'm going to find a much much more efficient yeah. way to remove that building from the face of this earth than uh than to be so tactless all right so uh 
Well, uh, yeah. So now that I've got that off my chest, I'm feeling better. I hope everybody else is ready to move this show along. So on a bright note, we do get a new review, Nick. It's not a one star. It's a five star uh, from Rude Boy Skin. Uh, I don't want to ask too many questions there. Five stars is a fantastic podcast that breaks down the good and bad of classic and modern RPGs. I would give it five and a half stars, but they don't allow it. I mean, why only a half star? Why can't it be six stars? Why can't you say six stars? I think it's it's probably a joke on the fact that Nick started the whole half thing. I guess, but we allow half stars. Yeah. So I don't get it. You just like, you just ruined the joke there. No. Lane. Which one of you wrote it? Oh, What's that? Man. <laughs> no, it's, uh, no. God damn it! Uh, well, hey, that's 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 probably like the third review he's left. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't want to make. I don't, it's fine. It's fine. We're moving along. Um, so what we're doing today is we want to talk about like what's the best console for RPGs. Like, like if you're gonna buy one console, like you only like RPGs, what's it gonna be? I've got a way too long list, and we're just basically going to go through them and talk about, you know, oh, you, what it is. And we're just going to go ahead and rate it as an RPG machine from one through five based on whatever criteria we fucking feel like. And, uh, <laughs> this is going to be so bad. <laughs> why is it going to be bad? Yeah, it don't matter. Look, like, I, know, I know we normally ass pull a lot of stuff, but this is going to be the ultimate ass pull. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? We've showed up to shows and I haven't even had notes before, bro. Like that's every is... show for me. Well, and that's okay. every show for my show. So. I, I I haven't even given it thought. Like they don't even do they don't even <laughs> fucking do an intro on his show. They just kind of ramble for thirty minutes and then decide <laughs> they're gonna tell him what the show is. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, come on, give me a break. That's like, kind of what it turned to. And people have Did actually you... written in and say they like that. So hey, that's fine. That's that is that is hey. No, I believe it. Yeah. I enjoy it. Just sometimes I, I like it'll be like forty minutes in, and you'll be like, "Hey, welcome to Is It Worth?" And I'm like, "Oh wait, they didn't do that yet." <laughs> wow. <Yep>. Okay. <laughs> didn't even notice. Um. So, uh, what was I saying? I don't um, even know. I that's a fucking video game consoles. All right. RPG. So first up, um, I just kind of you know I guess first we'll talk about the NES because I mean that's where you could say console-based rpgs started you don't want to talk um, about adventure for the 2600 no why okay. would you fucking talk about adventure for the it's, 2600 like do you see Indiana do Jones you see any atari on here like do you see a fucking links on this list well Lynx like didn't have any but game gear had a couple yeah i, I should have put game gear on there but i didn't so yeah, whatever don't worry about it i'm not <laughs> it has one exclusive so uh, so, uh, NES, I think, uh, what we got to say about NES? So what are some, what are some titles of note, uh, RPG wise on the NES? I mean, we can think original Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. you got some Dragon Quest games. Yeah. No, most uh, notably four. Most notably four, uh, anything. I mean, of course there's some more fringe titles. Of course there's ones we've hated like Star Tropics and such. Well, um, what are some Willow. titles that stand up to you? There's Willow, which we are going to play coming up. Yeah, Willow's um, is there... pretty good, I guess. Go ahead. I said Willow's pretty good, I guess. Uh, I'm actually turned around looking at my collection, seeing what else we got. A Cowboy Kid is basically an RPG. It's pretty good. 
Um, yeah, I'd really count most of those like point and click adventure type games. They're RPG ish. Oh well, so. yeah, Cowboy Kid's more of like a Zelda. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, yeah the point and click games like Maniac Mansions, really good. Uh, the Shadowgate Shadow Deja Vu, Uninvited. Yeah, Deja Vu, yeah, Uninvited. Uh, Legacy of the Wizard. I guess Zelda one and two, Battle of Olympus. You got a ton of Dungeons and Dragons. Like if you like those first person dungeon crawly type no games, there's games. a ton of those no, on the no NES. One, no one likes those. Yeah, like, uh, I really go over like Fact Xanadu <clears throat> and like Crystallis. Yeah, Crystallis is is really good. Um, oh, what's, you got no love for Fact Xanadu? Come Fact on, Fact is okay. It, it doesn't hold up. It, it was really good for the time, but it doesn't hold up like uh, Crystallis today. Yeah, I haven't played it today. in years, so I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I thought of a few more, but uh, lost them. There's RPG elements to like uh, the Guardian Legend. Um... Okay, all right, all right. So, um, I mean, we're talking. You know, if we talk hardware, what are you getting for your money here? This is, you know, it's it's eight bit. It's old school. I mean, it's yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. So, but it's early. It's before really like Nintendo went super family friendly. So you do get, you know, you can get some darker themes on the nes uh availability so by that i mean like how hard is it to get games for the nes these days and uh i would say the nes is way outpriced itself what would you say blaine well on all the titles of note you're you're certainly right i mean it's as high as it's ever going to get the nes games of i mean some of them are just retarded you know games like panic restaurant that you could pick up for 20 bucks eight years ago or so you know they're like six seven hundred thousand bucks that kind of area and it's just no it's not it's not something you want to collect physical copies of but it is like we were talking about pre-show it's like the most emulatable system there there is you know uh, yes. you can play it's, it's this on a, anything it's a, yeah it's incredibly plug and play a lot of the titles uh especially ones of note have been ported uh to other things especially like your phone but if we're talking about you know buying the like a console like a physical piece of hardware to play rpgs on you know um yeah. nas is probably not going to get the bang out of your buck as well as you're going to need a you know you're not going to need a unless you got a really good um upscaler to make it look mm -hmm. good um as in you know upscalers are you know, they are going to be you know get what you pay for that's going to yeah. be kind of hard to, but you'll have to play it on an older TV unless you buy like the NES Classic, but then you won't have the full catalog of games you're looking for. You can always hack that, but at that mm -hmm. point, you're not, you're, you're kind of made full circle back. I don't really understand the point of hacking an NES Classic that you paid all that, whatever that chunk of change is for when you can just do that within a million other devices mm -hmm. for half the price. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's just go around the table, and uh, if you got any closing <sighs> notes on the NES and give me a score one through five, I'm going to give it a two for being the OG. I mean, there's titles there to play. There's still some good stuff that you can get. A mm -hmm. um, little pricey, but I'm giving it a two. Blaine, where you at? Uh, well, I, I'm in the same boat. I'll give it maybe a two or a two and a half since we do halves. But uh, I, I will say at the time it was easily a five. There's nothing nothing like it having you know i was uh i'm a bit older than you guys and i was privy you know old enough at the time to see the transformation from like the crap that was on the atari 
to what the NES could do. And this is really the first console that could do RPGs. And this is where I got my love for RPGs. So purely on the nostalgic side of things and for the time, I'd give it a five, but realistically a two, two and a half, something like that. All right, Nick, closing <clears throat> notes and score for the NES. Closing notes. <laughs> uh, do you have anything specific to say about the NES? Like, I don't think you, I mean, do you have a lot to say about the NES? Uh, I really play RPGs on the NES when I had an NES. I played like fucking Little Ninja Brothers and uh, Friday the 13th game and Duck Hunt and Mario. So, like, I didn't really play any RPGs. So, uh, I really should have no say in the matter uh, about it as a RPG engine. Um, I mean, I guess there's lots of classics on it, right? Sure. So, you get that going for it. It's it started the uh, quote unquote career, I guess. It was uh, I don't know. There's probably a proper proper word for that, but uh, um, like, well, no, like I meant like a it's like a bunch of series started there and they're still going on today. Okay. So I guess the foundation. Sort of the, kind of legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it's a fucking one and a half for me. <laughs> Right, that's, I mean, that's fair. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're just going down to the end. We'll, we'll crown a champion. Like, you All won't right. find my ass buying any NES shit anytime ever. No, that's probably not a, a good plan. Uh, next up Although is... maybe I'd go to Blaine's estate sale and pick up some shit. Hey! And... <laughs> <laughs> I'll live you! Blaine's like, yeah, sell it to you over my dead body. Nick's like, okay. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, so next up is uh, one of the big boys. We're talking about the Super Nintendo. Uh, first up, there's just a ton of RPGs on the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo is, I would say, hands down the console that defined the genre. It didn't start it, but it definitely made storytelling in RPGs what they are today. Mm-hmm. I don't think without the Super Nintendo, we wouldn't we wouldn't really have that. Um, so there's Well, a- I'd, I would debate that because I would say uh, the consoles were um there to give us an experience but okay. it's the developers that are actually the ones that are responsible for like delivering the content so i'm sure there would have been a console around that would have been not it's not the snes if whoever was developing for another console they would have made hopefully games at least on par with what they did end up actually making okay well all right so that's a fair argument, but I think the argument's also there to be made that uh, if the console already hadn't already been in the homes of so many people, like that, those titles might not have gained as much ground as they did. Like, because I don't think, at least at first, RPGs were selling the console. I think platformers like Super Mario Brothers and other first-party <clears throat> titles oh, sure. is what made the the Super Nintendo be everywhere it was so that companies like Squaresoft or whoever could create these RPGs for these titles and see a success enough to continue to part, like make games. So I th- while your argument's valid, I also think there's an argument made. Like I think it's 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 50 50 or even 60 40 70 30. I think there's a split uh sharing the load there, but we're talking about consoles in this in this episode. So let's Let's, let's just go ahead and attribute. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Super Nintendo, big boy, bad boy. So what are some titles of note? Uh, Nick, I'll start with you. What are some some key titles in the Super Nintendo that you would talk about? Uh, there's, there's too many. There's Chrono Trigger. Uh, just give me, RPG. like, just, just five right <clears throat> off the top of your head. Breath of Fire, Breath of Fire 2, uh, Losing a Gaia. 
That's five. I think you going, but right. yeah, what are some key titles that you would bring up there, Blaine? Oh, you know, Brain Lord. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love Brain Lord. Uh, the Seventh Saga. Um... Tecmo, The Secret of the Stars. Uh, no, I don't like that. Lufia, Lufia 2, um, Earthbound. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton. Yeah, and Super Mario RPG. You got yeah. Chrono Trigger. Yeah, you got yeah, Final Fantasy 2 and 3. Three. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's... there's there's well, a, yeah. where you were at the fuck well i guess you i guess if we want to talk about like their their actual titles then it would be three four five and six and Nindo, right? the way of the ninja yeah <laughs> they're they're sure there are a ton of ton of uh titles for the super nintendo we could just go on all day um Secret of Evermore. this is this is when Lagoon. nintendo started to latch more onto that family friendly um sort of stick so you'll see some of the uh, gorier bits start to transition out here. Some of the, uh, um, I don't want to say some of the darker themes because they stick around. Like you got some plenty, but that becomes less and less, uh, you know, available on a Nintendo console for what that's worth. Um, if just to, you know, go over hardware real quick, you know, 16-bit console, probably one of the most comfortable, like, controllers I've ever had like a Super yeah. Nintendo controller you really can't beat, um, especially when you're playing. You know, yeah, I all these hours they, straight. They feel small to me now, but as a kid, I really uh, liked it. But yeah, it feels weirdly small now. Yeah, no, well, I bet you could get one. Like you know, of course, aftermarket that's just slightly bigger for like adult hands. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's probably not. But I also find like because uh, I have a couple of, like the clone consoles or like the multiple mm-hmm. cart deals. I don't know. Like I really like I've. It, I always thought the Super Nintendo controller was superior, but I've really got to like the like the big uh, three button Genesis controller. Oh yeah, I really like that controller a lot. So yeah, um, Saturn's probably my favorite controller, but yeah, eh, whatever. Hey man, that's a weird thing. Um, so availability, Blaine. Uh, why don't you? This is what we got you here for, man. Why don't you talk about the collecting for the Super Nintendo? <laughs> Actually, at this Super, point in time. Super Nintendo is uh, right there next to the Nintendo as far as. Um, it's really difficult to find uh, good games at a decent price. I mean, even the super common games that were popular, things like Turtles in Time or Contra 3 or you're something. You're breaking up a little bit, man. You, I don't know what you're doing there. I'm not doing anything. Can no, you hear me now? Okay. Yeah, you're just cutting it out. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, the I was just saying, like, the uh, even the the popular titles the titles that sold well like even super mario world is a 20 dollar game for some fucking reason can, can you can you check your uh just like your sensitivity for when you're talking just a little bit for me because it seems like when you when you trail off you cut out just a little bit uh not doing anything different do i sound I better know. now that's weird because i got you turned all the way up how's the weather over there uh actually no it's not it's like 70 over here it's actually kind of nice. Just, uh, just, just real quick for me, go into user settings and go to um, voice and audio input sensitivity. All right, hold on. Where do I find that? On You're talking about right. on Discord? Yeah. Uh, Bottom where your thing is, your cogwheel for user settings. Turn it up or... Hold on. 
that should that should fix the problem because if you if you were just kind of doing this a little bit it might have lost sensitivity when you're talking hold on i mean i've got the microphone like right next to my face so sensitivity a little less yeah okay i've got auto sensitivity and then indicator is solid green yeah, it sounds like i don't know i don't have a thing that says uh sensitive or wait take it off of auto or yeah uh yeah i see okay all right is that any better or well oh, that's that's a that's a ton better oh okay well that's something i did i was completely unaware of no that's cool it's just <laughs> it's just a, like if you like if you're you're trailing down like your pitch like it was cutting out so I see. all right so super nintendo so do i sound like a lot better now or yeah yeah no you're oh, definitely okay better. yeah so as far as Super Nintendo is concerned, the collectability is uh, right there by the Nintendo as far as like your more common games and stuff that were popular, titles like Turtles in Time, uh, Contra 3, etc. that should be like cheap because they sold in the millions. Even those are worth 30, 40, 50 bucks. I think Turtles in Time is like a 50 or 60 dollar cart now. And then your RPGs are even more crazy than that. Uh, you've got titles like Earthbound that are still in the hundreds of dollars even though you can get it everywhere now. And you know, even your Final Fantasy 2 and 3 on the system are, you know, $70, $80 games. So uh, it's certainly got great games for it, but they're not games that um, <clears throat> you should probably buy physical copies of if you don't already own them or you're not already, like, invested in collecting into the, the Super Nintendo. Yeah, so, I mean, we're in the same boat where um, the collectors out there, was it just the, the, the old is cool again kind of pop culture mentality? Uh, has driven those prices probably a little higher than what they're worth. I still say there's there's titles on the console that are worth like uh, original retail price, you know, maybe like you know fifty sixty bucks. Um, but uh, you know, uh, outside of that, it's it's not entirely hard to get your hands on a working console, I believe, or any of the hardware that comes for it. We're not talking about you know getting memory cards or anything. And of course, uh, same goes. You're going to need an older TV to play it. Um, but that's, you know, that's going to be a recurring theme here unless you have an upscaler for a little, little bit of time, but it will look better, um, than, uh, Nintendo, uh, depending on the game, like F-Zero might not, but we're talking, you know, specifically, uh, yeah. you know, Super Nintendo here. Um, so let's see here. Super Nintendo graphics down. All right. So let's go around the table. Let's rate the Super Nintendo. I'm going to give the Super Nintendo like a three and a half, mostly because uh, the titles, you know, there's not a lot of exclusives there. They've been re-released or have come out elsewhere that we'll talk about later. Um, again, you need an older TV. There's not a whole lot you can do without an upscaler to get, you know, to play on a modern um television but it's it's an, i'll even say four i'll give it a four it's an amazing console it's it's not um as accessible as i'd like it to be but there's a ton of great great games to play um you can even get into some weirder titles down the line after you've been through the big powerhouses like paladin's quest like we did on this show so uh blaine closing thoughts and give it a score for me uh I think I said everything I needed to say about it. I mean, there's there's a lot more exclusive titles than um, than you realize when you really think about it. Games like Paladin's Quest and you know just a slew of others. And yeah, it it it's just one of the best um, 
uh, systems for RPGs there is certainly so I'm I'm also going to give it a four I was kind of leaning towards maybe four and a half but the only reason I don't give it that score that a little bit higher score is because a lot of your best games for the system like the vast majority of the games have been re-released elsewhere and they're accessible through all kinds of different systems all right uh Nick closing thoughts and give it a rating for me um Super Nintendo was pretty much my childhood. Great RPGs, spent a lot of time on them. Um, still have mine, still have my games. I don't know. Pretty good shit, I guess. Uh, I'll give it a 4.5. 4.5? All right, that's cool. Uh, let's move on to one that won't take nearly as long. We talk about a Nintendo 64. Um, the, again, there's not many titles. I think there's probably about a dozen rpgs on the on the console um and that really depends on how you, how big you are you, well how big you are into like action rpgs or you you know you get zelda and that kind of stuff well, it's like, like it depends on how loose you are with the definition of rpgs because you can get <sighs> a little bit bigger list there but if you're looking at like just straight on rpgs you're gonna be hard pressed to find yeah, certainly, and uh, I mean, the it's it's uh there's I mean, not really any incredible titles of note. I think there's a tactics ogre game, and uh, it's actually an ogre battle game. Ogre battle, that whatever. You had ogre battle. My bad. Yeah, they um, they're actually quite different. Uh, I know, I know. Just shh, shh, Nick, shh. It's okay. Show me on the doll where it touched you. Hmm. Okay, um, so Nintendo 64, it, uh, you know, I don't think there's a lot of titles of note there, other than the ones we've already mentioned, you got Zelda, you got, you know, negative titles to mention, we can talk about Quest 64, but, uh, I mean, you got Paper Mario, Uh, you've got Aiden Chronicles, which is, eh, I don't know if I call that a note. horrifically bad, um, uh, Hybrid Heaven, I believe is an RPG. Yeah, Hybrid Heaven. We, we talked about the, uh, doing that for the show at some point. It's um, real bad. Uh, graphics <laughs> and style, I mean, it's it's early 3D, so it's one of those things that you either can't stand early 3D or mm-hmm. you don't really mind. So it's you know one of those things, except there's not a lot of games with the... You think about other consoles at the time, there's not a lot of pre-rendered backgrounds happening there. It tends to be try to be fully rendered 3D, which can be a bit... Yeah, um, but you know, and then there's also that controller. Either take it or leave it. Uh, availability. I don't think 64 stuff's too incredibly expensive. I think you can still find deals on some of the titles. Uh, the RPGs, like if they're any good, I doubt. Like, because I'm pretty sure, like a Zelda title for the 64 or even that Ogre Battle game <laughs> are going to be pretty pricey. Ogre Battle is, um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's really... There's n- not a whole lot to say on the Nintendo 64. Kind of lackluster following the Super Nintendo. I will give it a 1. Blaine, what are you giving it? Uh, Yeah, I'm giving it a like a 1, maybe a 1.5, based solely off of uh, Ogre Battle, because that really is a game that I think everyone should play, but it's been released on virtual console, so it's accessible okay. now, mm-hmm. too. All right, Nick, what about you? I'm in the same boat as Blaine. Like, I like Paper Mario, too, though. Uh, yeah. as well as Ogre Battle, so 1.5. 1.5, all right. Although I did spend a lot of time playing those mini games on Pokemon Stadium, so maybe 
<laughs> nah, 1.5. All right. Uh, GameCube. GameCube has some cool titles to it. I mean, we're talking about Skies of Arcadia. It's technically a Dreamcast game, though, first and foremost. Right. Yeah. It's got okay. Skies. It's got Tales. Um, it's got yeah, Fire Emblem, I guess. Yeah. Fire Emblem, <laughs> yeah. It's got, uh, was it Path of Radiance? Yeah. On it, so I mean, the GameCube is the GameCube. It's a bit <laughs> easier to get to play on a, a modern television. Mm, yeah. um, they they do make some aftermarket adapters that are okay. Um, mm. They convert that digital signal to um, HDMI without having to get the those ridiculously expensive composite cables. I mean, you can also play the game through your Wii. Uh, so there's yeah, that. or you can play them on your Wii if you have the first generation of Wiis. No, nah, it's like. Through the third or something, it's a okay. Lot, a well, lot of I know it's not one hundred percent of all Wii's yeah, are backwards compatible. If it's, if it's colored, it's likely that it won't play it. Like the turquoise so, and the whatever ones um, that were out late. Yeah. The, so that's that's the GameCube we are talking about. We need memory card uh, territories here to yeah. save your games since we're no longer using carts. Um, we could use a memory card on sixty four for some games. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you can. Um, but so it's weird. it's not um, <laughs> nearly as prevalent as we get to talking about the GameCube and some of the stuff after. It is, you know, um, I don't. Th I also don't think GameCube. I mean, most if we, just a general statement, collecting any sort of video games now is not as um, cost effective as you would have once that it is, especially older consoles. But GameCube's not that bad. Um, and again, we're talking about RPGs specifically and that they tend to run, you know, hold high. their value longer yeah. and yeah, Rocket, Fire Emblem's high. up over a hundred bucks. So yeah, no, Fire Emblem's expensive. Um, mm. I don't know what's, I know Skies is pretty expensive. Isn't yeah, that like, like a 70, 70 80 bucks? Yeah. And before, yeah. uh, before I, I can just hear Anderson screaming at us. I don't think we mentioned Baton uh kato so better mention oh my god there's what two you, of those i don't know there. what's happening over on your end of this deal now man what what what, what? Uh, you're breaking up again i don't know what's up it's driving <sighs> me crazy i don't know uh, i want to fix it you want me to <laughs> leave the podcast <clears throat> no 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 i just it just i'm not hearing half of what you're saying so i was saying you uh, you're recording Oh God. Okay, I was saying uh, Anderson is probably screaming at uh, you know in, that we didn't mention Bait and Kaitos. So. Oh, Bait and Kaitos. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bait and Kaitos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's that. Um, what else? Um, I don't... the only RPGs I got are like Evolution Worlds, Bait and Kaitos, <laughs> and the Fire Emblem and Telesophonia, and Skies of Arcadia. There's not a ton. You're not going to have an expansive library. Um, I think the graphics on the GameCube hold up. You know, it, it's still, you know, it's the, the, like the, the second generation of uh, uh, 3D. And, you know, a lot of the games on the GameCube are stylized, but totally thinks it holds up. Pretty available. Exception of those, those RPGs are pretty expensive. GameCube, I'll give it like a two. Really, because the they're, the titles that are there are pretty solid, but there's not many of them. Like you're not gonna get you're not gonna go along, you know, get a lot of longevity out of the, out of uh, having titles to play there. So Blaine, mm -hmm. what you got for me? I don't. I I would say it's closer to a three. Uh, myself, the the ones that are there are really great. It's got quite a few more than uh, your uh, N64. So 
you know, and and like I said, the ones that are there are just so much better than what's available on uh, on uh, the N sixty four. So I'd say right. three at least. All right. Well, Nick, what are you gonna get? What are you gonna score it in, uh, for me? Um, I have to say, for the time period, it like paled in comparison to PlayStation Two. So if you were going to choose like a system to get RPGs on, and you had limited funds, probably wouldn't pick the GameCube as a recommendation. Um, so that being said, I'd probably get like 1.5. Okay. I mean, that's fair. All right. So, um, uh, next up is the Wii. Um, so of course the Wii, you can, if you got the first three generations or however many it is, you can backwards compatibility, play those GameCube games, which is totally awesome. You have the, uh, Wii virtual console where you can pick up a lot of old games on there too. So that's a bonus. Um, <laughs> I know it's closing soon, but hey, you know it's a it's a consideration to make. Yeah. Uh, now, as far as any other exclusive titles on the Wii, I mean, I think there was like a couple of Xenoblade games, maybe. I don't know a lot about the Wii. Oh wow! Um, so if somebody's got any any yeah. other titles they want to add for the Wii, well, you got the Paper Mario that's exclusive to that. You've got um, Pandora's Tower. You've got, of course, like you mentioned, Xenoblade Blade Chronicles. There's a game called Zack and Wiki that is actually pretty good. Uh, what am I forgetting? The one big, big one. There were three that came over that from Japan that there was like a petition everyone signed. It was like a Pandora's Tower, Xenoblade Chronicles, and one other, and I can't think of the other one. And then you also oh, Project uh, Rainfall thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And All right. So I mean, there's, I mean, you got that stuff. Um, it was it was Xenoblade Chronicles, the last story in Pandora's Tower. Yeah, the last story. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, other than that, I think the the oh, you have any other titles to note, Nick? Uh, there's a sequel to Tales of Symphonia. Um, there's a game that came out called Archive Fantasia that looked pretty good, but okay. And Fire Emblem, I forgot about that. Fire Emblem, yeah, it's definitely a Fire Emblem game. Yeah, not a lot for a system that has like what 3K games. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stop smoking, coach, and my baby, the hero, and whatever else bullshits on that system. All right, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's definitely. I mean, there's there feels there was like a lot of fluff on oh, the yeah. Wii, if you ask me. Like it's so many just just worst budget titles, shovelware well, system. The, Nintendo became the gimmick company mm-hmm. at this yeah, point. Yeah, with yeah, that's. I mean, that's fair. The Wii was was the had a, had a huge gimmick to it, and so does the Wii U for that matter. Um, so I mean. Availability, I don't know how expensive the RPGs for the Wii get. I know all the other titles are stupid cheap. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can probably pick up a, a billion Wii titles for less than 20 bucks. You know, just go home with a crate worth of them. Yeah. Uh, you probably go to your like, Facebook Marketplace or some shit, and people will be like, can you just take this, please? I don't want it in my house anymore. Yeah. Yeah, to, so, to give you an example, you know how I am with games and... We had a garage sale here where someone was giving away some Wii titles, and I I didn't even want them at free. So there you go. Yeah, well, I mean, hey. Uh, so uh, let's talk about. I mean, it, and, and of course you can play it on a modern television. So uh, mm-hmm. let's. Uh, that's worth noting. So let's score it. Uh, Wii, 
I don't know, like a two. Nah, give it a three because you do have the Wii Virtual Console. You can play those GameCube games. Yeah. Um, and I think a Wii is probably just as expensive to get your hands on as a as a GameCube is They're these like days. So, bucks. um, I give it a three. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it a three and a half because it it does have some titles that the GameCube didn't. Um, I hate the Wii controller. I hate the whole gimmick. Uh, I don't think there's an yeah, RPG. You just plug in that that uh, WaveBird GameCube controller. Yeah, and that's and exactly what I do. Yeah, They're, like I would say that if you play Twilight Princess, play the uh, the GameCube version. I don't like having to swing my arms to do anything to play a video game. That's just stupid. Okay. All right. So <laughs> uh, Nick, what you got? Um, no, never had a Wii. So. Fuck, I know. As far as I know, the we sucked <laughs> for RPGs. So it's got a few. Yeah, we give it a one because you, you can't I, like take those points away from the virtual console because it's like you said. I mean, away. you can't give it a less score than a GameCube because you can play the GameCube <laughs> game on it. Like, <laughs> like I thought we had our own criteria on here. That's like, uh, that, fine. You, fine. Judging fine. me for my shit. No, no, I'm not judging you for your shit. I, I, I judged like, you. I have no longer judged you. I give up. You're, you like my whole, like my whole thing with the Wii is that I felt like it was the gimmick machine, and it sold like hotcakes, and then people like played it for like ten fucking hours maybe, and then it sat around like everybody's house I went over to was like, oh, you got a Wii? Yeah, you know, I haven't touched that thing in like three years. Okay, the the fuck, like nobody wanted it. Yeah. All right. So, so I, don't, I mean, I guess it succeeded ultimately in what it was supposed to do, which was sell. It was the family console. It, yeah. Grandma played Wii, but, you know. So I guess I never like hung out with family and fucking old people and shit. So yeah, they loved it. That's why, where they got most of the sales was this, you know, older people yeah. playing bowling yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Uh. All right. So that's the Wii. Let's talk about the Wii U, which I know nothing <laughs> about the Wii U. I think there's like a tablet handheld and you got to make sure like they can pair up and do stuff. And I think there's titles that came out on the Wii U for like a year. I don't really know. No. What's up with the Wii U? Anybody got anything on the Wii U? Breath of the Wild. There was that uh, 101 Heroes game, which I don't know if it was actually an RPG, but that I always thought that looked cool. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. They fucking had a Wii U either. I don't think a lot of people bought the Wii U because apparently they, mar- they thought like the general public thought it was just like a, an add-on for the Wii yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, look, tablets are in. Let's make a tablet console. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing on the Wii U. I'm giving it a, a zero. <laughs> you can't give it a goddamn zero. <laughs> Breath of the Wild's on there. I mean, come on. It's a yeah, but it's on the Switch. Switch. Yeah, but still, it's like a point five. It's got something. Yeah. It's not like it's literally zero, you know. Uh, I don't know. That's fair. You give it a zero. What are you giving it, Blaine? What do you got for it point, then? I, I got. I give it a point five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give it a one because it's got Xenoblade Chronicles X on it. So oh like shit! Xenoblade Chronicles, you could uh, play the sequel. I guess I'll I don't know if I like Xenoblade Chronicles. So I guess I'll zero. give it a one as well. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that was on there. I, I know nothing about the Wii or Wii U yeah, or whatever. I, and for time, <clears throat> I removed the handhelds and the current generation of consoles from this list. So we may do uh, a part two at some point in the future. We're talking about handhelds. So. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and current gen. And, well, current fuck current gen. Like we don't need to talk about that because that that has that their fate as an RPG machine has yet to be determined. Right? Like you can't mm-hmm. speak on it now. Whatever. Whatever. Hey, man. Look, we're already. 
45 minutes into this business. Like, I can tell you, I can tell you what the the state of the current gen is. It's fucking remasters and rehashes. God, so butthurt. Like God, it's just like. You know, ever think, you know, if I need some salt, I'm just going to call up Nick. He can just whole fucking sail ship and that shit just, to me. That's all anyone's willing to do because the only things that they're guaranteed to sell are stuff that, are, you know, we are nostalgic about that were good 20 years ago. They're doing it on TV, too. I mean, if you had asked me as a kid whether I thought Full House was going to be back on television, I'd have laughed my ass off, and here it is. So, If you had asked me if they, they were going to give fuller house a second season yeah, i would have no shot doubt. myself yeah, i mean they brought back will and grace they brought back uh gilmore girls i mean they're gonna gather up the three remem- remaining members of mash and do something with that i mean they're gonna reanimate <clears throat> the golden girls why not while you're at it <laughs> yeah sure fucking christ i mean Put well i mean that's be arthur's that's, ass and just... well pop culture right now is 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 like this nostalgia trip like yeah like I, I, you know, I thought it was cool when like you go to the mall or whatever, and you go to like Spencer's FYE. They might have one little like retro mm-hmm. thing or like whatever. You know, it's like I could buy something that had like Rocco on it or something like that. And now the shit's everywhere. Yeah. Like, fucking blows my mind. Like, yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. When because you fed into that shit, you're like, yeah. oh, this Rocco shirt's cool, and then like, fuck yeah, this is selling. What else can we throw out there? Yeah, that's probably true. That's yeah. I still buy it for my wife because she's into that shit. So I mean, Rocco, awesome show. So I mean, it yeah. is what it is. Whatever. It is what it is. All right. So let's let's move on to the next thing. The original Xbox, which I owned for all of five minutes. I know there's a couple cool titles on it. I mean, we can talk like Fable if we really want to. Yeah. Fable's fun. And Coda. Um, uh, we can talk. Uh, I know more about the non-RPG titles in the Xbox than I do the RPG <laughs> you titles. You got the Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. Yeah, of course, KOTOR. Had, you know, that was a PC title to me, if you ask me. But no, they uh, were, That's the only way you could play them on consoles. So. Yeah. People are going to like want to kill you because you haven't mentioned Jade Empire or Morrowind yet. <laughs> a, Morrowind, PC title to me, if you ask me. Like, that's that. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? <clears throat> but, no, okay. Elder right, Scrolls those are, 3. Those are solid titles. Uh, What's that? I said Elder Scrolls Three. Um, yeah, more one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. What else? Uh, I think that was it because it was like a fucking Western machine, so there's lots of shooters on it and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's because it's again, I'm turning around made a, reading made a game console. I mean, uh, so of course they're gonna Azuric Rise of Phantasma. <laughs> yeah, I'm stretching. Yes, yes, there's nothing but stretch. You know, I am a fan of that Xbox controller, though. The Duke. Um, the duke yeah. so uh you know it is it is what it is i don't think original xboxes are that hard to come by Mm-mm. uh neither are original xbox games no. there's probably a few pricey titles on there for sure but there always is right like, there always is but what's unique to the xbox is um the rpgs really aren't that high like you mentioned jade empire it's one of the more popular ones i still think you can pick up a copy for under 15 bucks yeah, and you can get both KOTORs for, for next yeah, to nothing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've seen those just laying around. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, that's a that's a it's a fun console to have, but I don't know if I would I would call it like a true RPG machine. Like there was a ton of like first person shooters and stuff like that on yeah. the the console that kind of gave it its name. So, uh, I mean, a little more. Yeah, it's okay. And you can play it on a modern TV. You know, yeah. you can composite cables for it, so that's a bonus. Uh Nick, 
Xbox um, thoughts and rating? Never had one. Never played any games on it. Uh, it's a zero for me. All right. That's. I mean, that's fair. That's if that's fair. the basis I gave the Wii U zero, that's fine. Uh, Blaine? Yeah, Xbox. We'll, we'll go with like a two. Uh, I do like Kodor. Um, Jade Empire, I, I've meant to play for years. I hear it's really good, but I, I, could, I own it. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a two. I mean, Fable, I liked Fable a lot when it came out. It's kind of hard to go back to now, but... Yeah, I mean, see, it's hard. It's hard for me because the Xbox did that thing, right? Where it's it's this Western machine, so you got a lot of games that also came out on the PC, mm-hmm. and games. These are games that are still that are they're still available on the PC, and in the case of uh, Morrowind, you get like a better version on the PC because you get the editor and you get all this other cool stuff. So I, you know, it's it's a it's it's cheap it's available it still looks good it plays solid like it's a solid machine it's got some cool cheap titles on it so i might give it a one and a half you know it's okay yeah uh xbox 360 that one i never owned uh i got one that i was going to repair and then just sold off for parts so i got nothing on xbox 360 did either of you guys have the 360 yeah yes all right, so Nick, tell me about the, your your Xbox 360 experience, some titles of note, that kind of thing. All right, so this was the the time period of my life where people convinced me to abandon Sony and go to Microsoft, and uh, kind of regretted it. The only game that I know that was exclusive that's an RPG was probably Tales of Vesperia, hmm. because all of the PS3 players got. Uh, expanded upon uh, like releases, like it's almost like uh, Japanese devs were beta testing shit on the 360, and then being like, okay, but uh, here we, we've taken your concerns into account. Now here's the actual game on the PS3. Enjoy. So I think there was Blue Dragon that was made mm-hmm. for the 360, which is a, a exclusive as well, um, and all the Fable shit. Yeah, if you're into that. Oh, Lost Odyssey was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Lost Odyssey. I was gonna say. Uh-huh. What you got, Blaine? Uh, I mean, yeah. everything everything Nick said, and then you, I didn't know we were just doing exclusives. Um, but, you know, you've got your Final Fantasy 13, I guess, and uh, Sacred uh-huh. 2 is on there. Uh, Record of Argus War Zero. I think that was also on the PlayStation 3. Um, oh, gosh, Last Revenant. Um, like, like he said, The Fables. Uh, yeah, XCOM. Oh, there's also Infinite Undiscovery. I forgot about that too. Yeah, Near is on there, but again, that's on uh, PlayStation Three. So yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of great, great stuff. Oblivion is on there. Uh, Skyrim, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. PC titles, but um, <laughs> I mean, they're they're on the system and they're noteworthy. And then it, it does have a uh, pretty robust. Uh, uh, virtual console as well that's chocked full of some really great stuff so yeah, xbox arcade man yeah it's got some uh like genuinely good stuff I, nothing comes to mind right now i haven't plugged in my xbox 360 in some time but i i remember like really being impressed by the virtual console there's a lot of stuff on uh-huh. there um and also i don't think uh, the the game store right now are too incredibly expensive i don't know how the uh the rpgs hold up Again, I have no interest in a 360 yeah. or any of the games on it at this point in time, so I haven't really looked. They haven't really gone up yet. I mean, it's still. I mean, there's still people playing them as they're, you know, it and the PS3 are, are slow to die. So, yeah, yeah. no, I, they, <clears throat> yeah, they do feel like it does feel like the 
feel like that generation has been kind of slow to to fade to obscurity. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, there's they still releasing games on it. I mean, Persona Five just came out. It was on the PS3, so you know. Well, that's only because that took them twenty years to make that well, game. Well, regardless, it, you can go to Walmart <laughs> and buy it right now, which is you yeah, know. Yeah, no, no, that's. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. And, so. Yeah. So, uh, three sixty. Let's just go ahead and get a rating. Uh, what you got for me, Blaine? I'm I'm just gonna give it a three, like right in the middle, or a two five, somewhere in that neighborhood. It's it's a great system for RPGs. It really is. Uh, All uh, right, Nick. Uh, also give it a three because it did have some pretty good exclusives, uh, but it also had the the whole thing with the PS3 where it shared a lot of games, so that uh, I guess helps keep the price down. Or at least I would assume is people got a PS3 want the version of the PS3 game, they can go ahead and do that. And, the demand would probably be relatively lower, but uh, I don't really know. I haven't looked that shit up. Talking out my ass. Um, yeah. All right, three. three. Now uh, let's skip over the next. Let's go to Sega Wait, Master you, System. You didn't, you didn't give it a score with the. With the oh, I give it a zero because I didn't have it and play it. I got nothing. Right, zero. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 our scoring system so far, right? The right. score at no, zero no, you're if good. you've never played I'm it. A- I guess. Yep. I mean, that's what we've done. That's that's Sega Master System. I think there's seven RPGs on the console. Well, I, I don't think there's a whole lot to say there. I mean, seven. if you're into Sega stuff, you may have a Sega Master System. Yeah. But I really doubt. I don't think that many people are collected for the <laughs> Sega Master System. Not I think the people that are collected for Master System already have it. Yeah. Um. I will. The only thing notable to say is uh, Fantasy Star came out on the Master System. It yeah. also has um, Golden Axe Warrior, which is a pretty good like Zelda clone uh, based in the mythology of, I guess, Golden Axe. And after that, the only thing I could think of personally is like Spellcaster had some RPG elements. Um, uh, some of the uh, God uh, Monster Boy or Dragon whatever world guy that those are RPG ish, I guess. Had but, these games. Yeah, I guess it did. Uh, was it here in the States that those came out, though, or was that just overseas? Uh, <clears throat> you know, good question. I was thinking that the first incarnations of these uh, showed up on the T-16 um, here anyway, but uh, it may have had the first Wonders or whatever. Um, uh, they released in the, well, at least the first one released in the North America in 1988. No, okay. Well, I haven't played that, so I can't speak to it. I, I played everything I mentioned. Um, Fantasy Star is a fucking great 8-bit RPG. It might even be the best 8-bit RPG. Uh, it's it's really, really good. I mean, it's that or Dragon Warrior or, like, Final Fantasy or, you know, there's a handful that can okay. be argued. Uh, but really, like, you can find that elsewhere. Um, even Golden Axe Warrior, it used to be an expensive title. Um, you can get that on the uh, Sega Masters collection for, like, it's on everything. So, yeah, it's it's really not worth collecting for. Uh, and for that reason, before I, I'll just say I, I give it, like, a 1, and that's solely based off, like, Fantasy Star. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to do 0. Don't have it. Yeah. No intention to have it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's probably. I mean, it's it doesn't have a lot of titles there, so I don't think it would it would really fare for me in the competition anyway. Nick, match system. I mean, it's this way we're doing things. I'd have to give it a zero as well. I mean, if you want to give it something like, higher, then you can. I mean, I'm just, I mean it's got East. I got to give it a one. At least. All right, there's one for East. There you go. And there you go. Star, it's a one point five. One point five. Oh shit! All right, so uh, onto the Sega Genesis, and I think uh, Genesis, you know, 
I love the Genesis. I will defend the Genesis to the end of time. I know there's a lot of people uh, out there that really that really harp on the Genesis. Uh, and but if we talk about it as like an RPG machine, there are great RPGs on it, right? Like you've got Fantasy Star Four. You've got you know uh, probably Landstalker, Beyond the Oasis. I think there's the, there's Shining Force, of course. Uh, you know there's there's good titles on the Sega Genesis for sure. Uh, RPGs. Now, I don't think it stands up to the Super Nintendo as far as RPG titles, but that doesn't mean it's a slouch. I think they look good. I think a good majority of them play pretty rad. Uh, so, uh, what do you think about the Genesis as an RPG machine? Nick? Uh, I don't know. I really didn't play any RPGs on the Genesis. I had for like two months. We've reviewed like a couple on the show, though. I know, but like, I mean, at the time... Yeah, I had it. Like the the couple we played have been okay. Like Force One was uh, Crusader Ascenti was uh, uh, Shining Force Two was pretty good. Yeah, Shining Force uh, Four. Fantasy Star Four. Oh yeah, Fantasy Star was fucking Fantasy Star Four was phenomenal. If you haven't played it, you need to play it. Um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, I guess there's lots of good shit. I know there's some East games on it. Uh, everybody's always saying we should play Beyond Oasis. Apparently, it's good. I don't know what the fuck. It's all right. So I mean. I guess I'll give it a two. Maybe. All right. Two. That's fair. Blaine? Uh, well, you know, we've been talking a lot about uh, exclusivity, which I think is important when talking about systems, because a lot of the good games for this, like your Fantasy Star and your Shining Forces and stuff, I mean, you can find those literal everywhere these days. As for exclusives, you've got Crusader of Senti. It's a, it's a mediocre Zelda-ish clone. Um, I, what really shines in me is like the Shadow Run for the Genesis. You can't find it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I That's fucking love that game. Uh, there's a pretty good RPG called Sorcerer's Kingdom that no one ever talks about, and of course, the best game of all time in uh, the fairy tale adventure. Oh which, my god, you uh, fucking goes with fairy tale adventure, <laughs> Jesus which Christ! An underrated classic that if you haven't played, um, you should definitely order yourself a copy. Buy a Genesis for that. Alone. It's like two bucks, man. Don't, it's like ten dollars, yeah, but it's uh, it's it's cheap. It's actually really terrible, but anyway, um, yeah, there's some there's some exclusive stuff for the Genesis and. Uh, Overall, I mean, when you add in like games like the finest uh, fantasy stars, two and three are a little rough, but four is phenomenal. And then Shining Force Two is an amazing game. Uh, Beyond Oasis is okay. Exile is a pretty good game. Uh, yeah, there's a there's really a lot more than people give it credit for. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to put it right in the middle of the pack. I, I think it's every bit, personally, I think it's every bit as good as the Super Nintendo, uh, just because of the darker ones like your Shadow Run and stuff. They deal with more yeah. adult oriented themes, which, as a teenager full of angst at the time, like I, I identified more with the Genesis than I did the Super Nintendo, although I did have and enjoy both. Uh, I, I'm just going to give it whatever I gave for the Super Nintendo. I think I gave it like a three or a three and a half, whatever I gave for the, or maybe I gave it a four. I'll give the Genesis a three and a half just because there are some much better quality games on the super nintendo so yeah just a notch below yeah yeah i mean because see the gen- thing with the genesis i had both and i agree with you it was it was like so the genesis was the i mean the super nintendo was like the bright and shiny uh pop culture icon and then the genesis was kind of like that that punk rock cousin right and then you know it's like yeah, yeah you know everybody's got super nintendo but look what i have over here right like this thing is is all kinds of dark and gritty and all that kind of awesome stuff so uh I, I, and again, it just doesn't have the legacy that that uh, Super Nintendo does. And and while there are things outside of the RPG genre that I prefer to play on the Genesis, um, I just don't 
I haven't played enough of those outside RPG titles um, to really be able to 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 say it it uh, can stand on par, but it's definitely close. You know, like it's it's really the, it's really close there. I love I love my Genesis. Um, it's it, as far as like accessibility goes, you're right. Like it, it's you know Genesis games are starting to go up in price. Oh, yeah. uh, unlike uh, I mean, it took a little bit longer than Super mm. Nintendo did, and it's kind of a little bit further down that train, but. The cool thing about collecting for uh, Genesis is way more frequently did those boxes survive, so you're way more likely to get a boxed uh, Genesis game than you are a Super Nintendo one. For sure. That's for sure. Uh, so at least you got that going for you. Again, I said that I said I really liked the controller earlier. So, you know, I'll give it a 2.5 of 3. I guess I'll settle on a 3. You know, I'll rate it the same as Super Nintendo, even though I do admit the Super Nintendo has a bit higher legacy yeah. um, than uh, the Genesis does. So uh, Sega CD, well, that's going to be... Uh, I know a thing like or a, two about that. I, I'll give it like a 1.5 based on what I've played off of it. So uh, <laughs> I've played? played Snatcher. Oh, that's not really I an mean, RPG at all. We did it for the show, so I'm going to consider it one. Okay, fine. Because, I mean... We we just had we just we heard from Jeff Lupitan not an hour ago. So I mean I can't not give it points for that. Yeah, yeah. So Sega CD, my man Blaine. This is your your bread and butter. This is yeah. your your uh it's my baby. Your 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 baby. Your baby. I yeah. don't think you get enough time to talk about the Sega CD. So I'll let you have at it. Oh my gosh. Uh yeah. For those not in the know, I've been collecting Sega CD basically my whole life since the thing came out. And uh, there's not a lot of RPGs for the Sega CD, but what is there is exclusive to the system. I mean, you could there's an argument to be made that Lunar can be found anywhere, but the, the versions on the Sega CD are only found on the Sega CD. So there's Lunar 1, Lunar 2, both phenomenal games. You've got Dark Wizard, which is a really great uh, tactical RPG. Um, Heimdall, which is a really mediocre kind of action RPG. You've got... Um, Popple Mail, which is a, a really good action RPG, but they actually increased the difficulty here in the States to make it almost unplayable. Like, it's it's really, really difficult. And then you've got Vi, um, another working designs title that's middle of the road. It's pretty good. Um, doesn't quite hold up uh, to today's standards. But And I know I'm probably forgetting a couple. I'm turned around looking at my stuff, but what's there is not a lot but there's not a lot for the system total i think there's only 160 games ish you know for the the entirety of the system and you know you're looking at a handful of really good rpgs uh you know if they had had the library of say the playstation with you know a couple thousand that would give you the 30 or 40 really good rpgs that that system has so it's on par with any of those systems in my book um that said i still can only really give it like a three you know, again, or maybe a two and a half. I love the system, and it's got my favorite game, Snatcher, on it. And Lunar is probably my second favorite game, you know, probably my favorite RPG, just because it fell right in that uh, nostalgia period for me as a kid. Let's not forget, you get that, that bonus Space Adventure Cobra in there. Which doesn't count as an RPG at all. Um, no. Yeah. But it's a bonus. Uh, there's, like, Revengers of Vengeance, which is, uh, they, it's billed as an RPG, but it's just, like, absolutely not. It's more of, like, this weird fighter where they have stats. Um, but, yeah, it's, like I said, what it's got is so good. Like, I could, 
at any time stop what I'm doing and play back through either of the Lunars or Popful Mail or something. They're all just really nostalgic and great to me. So I can't, despite having such a small library, I can't, uh, you know, they're all exclusive. And it, I have to acknowledge that. And because of that, you know, I'm going to say like a, a 2.5 is probably right in the middle. But yeah, I can't all stress right. enough. So good. That's cool. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's a cool. It's it's really it's one of those uh, lesser talked about consoles. I, li- I like I like hearing you go on your thing about Sega CD. So let's 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 turn down the hype just a little bit. Nick, what you got for <laughs> Sega CD? Uh, I got the Sega CD's trash. What zero? All right. No, I was just kidding. I mean, it's got some good <laughs> games on it that I've played. Uh, like on other systems. Okay. Uh, like the Lunar games. Um. And Fantasy Star Four, <laughs> but uh, I mean, fuck! Uh, didn't they make a a game? Like somebody made a game for the Sega CD in like 2010. Um, and they published it. I guess I don't so, know. I mean, I guess you, you can get that. I think it's uh, Pure Solar or something. Oh, Pure Solar. Yeah, but that came out across the consoles. It was like Dreamcast, Genesis. True enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um, but I think you get a physical copy. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it came in a cartridge. the The disc that came with it was a music enhancement if you had the Sega CD. And I totally, okay. totally spaced. But um, it also has a Shining CD, the Shining Force game that's exclusive to the Sega CD as well, which is all right. All right. Well, um, Sega CD. So, uh, like I said, one point five. Nick gave it a. Would you I give it Nick one? One. All right. Cool. Uh, Sega Saturn. Uh, we've played Albert Odyssey. Sorry. Right. I had a Saturn for like a month or two, but I didn't have any RPGs on it. I was playing other stuff. So, um, Sega Saturn, this base Saturn, Sega game, uh, Sega consoles are just, they're a thing I don't have a lot of knowledge on. <laughs> uh, so what you got for Sega Saturn RPGs? Anybody? Uh, a lot. Um, if you want me to rant Go about it, it, man, uh, I think if you're looking for an RPG console, the Sega Saturn is only second to one or two other consoles as far as exclusivity oh, and the heat. as good as they get kind of RPGs. It's got Albert Odyssey. It's a pretty good game. It's got Magic Knight Ray Earth, pretty good exclusive Shining Force three, which is phenomenal. It's the best Shining Force game of uh, the series, in my opinion. Really love that game. Um, it's got Panther Dragon Saga, uh, and then it's got some, some hot trash, you know, Shining Wisdom, Highlight, Virtual Highlight or whatever, and so on and so forth. And I'm, I'm just riffing now because unfortunately my, uh, Saturn sister like collection is kind of lacking. I've got some of those bigger titles I named, but, uh, it's got a Legend of Oasis, which is pretty good. Um. Everything that's exclusive to it, that's RPG for the most part, is really good. Oh, of course, Dragon Force, awesome game. Uh, Yeah, it's got a lot of those exclusive uh, working designs titles that are just incredible. Uh, Graphically, it was really bright. It it put out a lot more colors than all the other systems that came out at the time. It can put out, like, what, 250 as opposed to whatever it was on the PS1. So you get these, like, really vibrant, awesome-looking images and stuff, as long as it's 2D. Couldn't handle 3D very well. But uh, as far as RPGs go, yeah, it's got some of the best. Um, I I would rate it better than the Sega CD. I think it's right on par with, like, a a Super Nintendo. Again, its library is relatively small, so I'm going to dock it some points for that. Give it, like, a a three and a half or a three, somewhere in that neighborhood. Maybe, yeah, maybe a three. 
yeah, somewhere in there. But still, what it's got is so fucking good. So it's it's kind of pricey to get stuff for though. It's unreasonably pricey to get into. So I mean that does it, it, that's a strike against it. And uh, from what I could tell, like you really should have like the little action replay add-on thing for it. One hundred percent, you need it. Um, so that's for the memory bucks. and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's kind of the accessibility on it. I think it's kind of low. Yeah, it's like eighty bucks for the system, seventy eighty bucks for the action replay, and then some of these titles. I mean, like I got a deal on my Panzer Dragon Dragon Saga for four hundred. Uh, you'd be pretty mm-hmm. lucky to get it at four or five hundred. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I also heard somewhere that um, like Sega Saturn games and one other are like have been have proven to be like more susceptible to to rot than some of the the later um cd printed i haven't um, heard that no um they're all all this generation like and back are all pretty susceptible unfortunately they were made okay. i just i just thought yeah. i'd heard something about like the the processes used to make those those early cds have made uh them a little more susceptible than you know some of the, well, the tighter sealed. The problem later on, that to get into the technicality of a Sega CD, the problem with the Sega CD is that it it was one of the first systems to have uh, on the CD itself uh, copyright protection, and they did that in the in the way of putting basically a like a wobbly line that went around the center ring of the uh, that's CD. That's going to be good for the motor and the the lens. Yeah, and that that helps to kill that uh, so the lenses and stuff yeah they're starting to go out uh but that wobble if it's not detected it won't read your disc and it doesn't take much to make that wobble like you know you get a tiny scratch or smirk or whatever you might the disc might otherwise be fine but yeah then it won't be red so yeah they're they're kind of temperamental uh i've got some games that'll work in one saturn but won't work in another and like james recently for christmas mm-hmm. bought me dragon force and i couldn't get it to work and i actually i was like i was really worried that he had bought me like a broken copy and i brought it down to a pawn shop and tried it on their saturn and it worked and i was like okay cool they're friends of mine they also sell retro games but um i brought it back to the house and was like well fuck it i tried all night multiple times cleaning and stuff i'll try it one last time in my system and it worked in my system like after literally spending hours trying to get it to work and then all of a sudden it's just like oh i work now so yeah they can be a real beast to get to work but i haven't heard anything about them rotting faster than any other disc from the era they're all they're all dying of course they are. Uh, that's 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 the way of things. Stuff. Uh, so, uh, Nick, you got anything on the Sega Saturn? Not really. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I know there's some good games on it, like uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga and uh, uh, all the rest that Blaine said, but I never played it. So uh, it's one of those things, that, again, where I played the games that were on other uh, consoles that were on this one as well, so... Yeah, the games that those games are pretty great. So if they're on this one as well, I mean you can't really go wrong. Uh, so I'll give it a one point five. That seems fair. Um, let's move on to the Dreamcast. Um, you got Skies of Arcadia. Yep. There's uh, another Evolution game on there. There's Evolution, Evolution Two. There's uh, Element Elemental Gimmick Gear, uh, which is an RPG. I can't really attest to i just know of its existence um you've got uh that that dragons of riders of pern game uh there's a record of lotus war is on there 
Yeah, kind of stretching Shinmu. All of this <laughs> gets me very excited to own a Dreamcast and play RPGs on a oh, Dreamcast. Oh, Grandia 2 is on there, which that's really great. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I got nothing for Dreamcast. The Shenmue, which apparently is people think is like one of the best games ever or whatever. It's, yeah, it's incredible for its fucking time, but you can't play that shit now. It's terrible. It doesn't hold up, huh? No, no. It's it's like at the time, no one had seen like an open world anything, and this was like so open, but like now it, it feels... Ah. Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. And it was incredibly boring. I mean, you did stuff in there like get a real job where you would move stuff around with a pallet jack, and, you know, that's what you're doing in the wow. damn game. I mean, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's like it's hard to fucking play, and the voice acting is so fucking bad. It's like they just got whoever could speak English in the office to to do it. It's it really fell short, but great for the well, time. That, that that sounds kind of boring. It's... So I'm gonna give a Dreamcast a whole whopping one because I don't. I think it's not too bad to collect for. I always see Sega Dreamcast games like in bins, but I never look through them. I have no interest in starting having to go Sega up. Dreamcast stuff. So yeah, yeah, because the twelve people that bought the thing are getting nostalgic about it. So. It, it yeah, it sold a little more than twelve, but yeah, yeah, it's a it's a beloved system for its small community. I mean, I love the Dreamcast for what it is. I've got all the RPGs for it, but uh, except for Elemental Gear, Gimmick Gear, or whatever that's called, that thing's like pricey as fuck, and then uh, I'm not gonna buy it. All right, well, uh, what you gonna rate it uh, there, Blaine? Uh, I mean, it's it's got Skies of Arcadia, it's got Grandia two. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as far as RPGs go, I'm just, I'm not going to play. Like, EVO or that Evolution game, that's it's not really that good either. I mean, like a one, you know. I mean, those are good games, but they can be gotten elsewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, the GameCube version of Skies is far better. It looks better. It plays better. Um, the uh, Grandia 2 actually looks way better on the Dreamcast, so if you're going to play Grandia 2, I guess play that version. Um yeah, man, that's all. That's all I got. <laughs> like a I had Grandia two on PC and it looked fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, sure. And just like the PS two version is, you know, <laughs> whatever. All right. Uh, or is it PS one? Nick, do you score Dreamcast for me? I don't remember. Uh, no, I haven't even talked about it yet. Okay, like, what you got? I'd say if you're gonna get a Dreamcast, get it for games that are not RPGs. Because I remember like liking Power Stone oh, a lot. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, all the Sonic Adventure Bell two or whatever I think is on there. Oh, Sonic Adventure 2 is a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if Fantasy Star Online servers are still up, I feel like that'd be something fun to play, but I think it was also they are. GameCube, so I don't fucking know. Yeah, there's but. like a underground uh, network where you can still play f- uh, the online oh, okay. games. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know who's on it. It's like one guy that just won't <laughs> stop playing it, but sure. Yeah, well, shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess Dreamcast, I'll give it a two. Whoa. It's just one, one ERP server left. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, that's all you need. And that's all you need. That's yeah. how that's how you keep game communities alive. Have yeah. sex in them. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, let's move on to the PlayStation 1. Yeah. PlayStation 1, oh my gosh, there's so many RPG titles for the PlayStation 1. Yeah. Uh, a cursory Google search, I think it was well over 80 titles on the PS1 that could be classified as RPGs, not even like loosely classified as RPGs. Right. Uh, 
but just RPGs. And not all of them probably made it to the States, but there's a lot of RPGs available for the PlayStation. Uh, I want to say the PlayStation's super easy to get your hands on. I think uh, some of the games look like trash, some of them look good. But uh, titles to note, of course, you got your disc-based Final Fantasies, 7, 8, 9, uh, Tactics. You've got cheese. You've got Breath of Fire 3, 4. You've got a million other things. Titles of note, Nick, what you got? Uh, I'm just going to look at my shelf here and just start reading games. So you got Grand Stream oh Saga, Valkyrie Profile, uh, Xenogears, Sayuki, Journey West, Cartia, Wild Arms 1 and 2, Suikoden 1 2. Uh, we got Grandia, there's Ogre Battle, um, Beyond the Beyond, Jade Cocoon, um, Legend of Dragoon, Chrono Cross. I don't know why you didn't say that one. I, I was uh, just going off whatever. Tales of Eternia, or I guess in the US it's Tales of Destiny 2, which is bullshit. It was actually Tales of Destiny 2 on the PS2. Anyway, uh, Tales of Destiny 1, Thousand Arms, uh, Rhapsody, Musical Adventure, Vagrant Story. Um, Vandal Hearts, I got you, man. <laughs> and Vandal Hearts too. <laughs> Damn. I, mean, I, I guess we would count Final Fantasy Tactics. It's, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Play that. Over uh, Battle, Ogre Tactics. Lunar games, Arc Lab games. Mm-hmm. Uh, re, uh, re-releases of your top SNES games. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, so there is uh, a ton of you got yeah. any titles to note we didn't mention, Blaine? Uh, Xenogears, Wild Arms, um, Wild Arms 2. I don't know, Alundria. I don't know what, it's not that I'm like trying to look at my shelf, but like Brave Fencer Musashi. I don't know, there's, there's so fucking many. That's the point. It's just like, oh, this was the time for uh, RPG lovers. Everything was coming out for it. Shadow Madness, I guess, is an RPG you can play. Um <laughs> There's a lot of bad, but there's a lot of fucking good, too. And as you said, there's so many re-releases of classic games on it as well. So a lot of the favorites from the Super Nintendo era appear here, too. So, yeah. yeah you got a ton, ton of that. Um, yeah. you, can also, you can also play your CDs. So there you go. I mean, you so that. could the Dreamcast and the fucking Sega CD <laughs> yeah, so and the Saturn. The <laughs> uh, I was just, it's the, the PlayStation's Wii. all of that. And a bag of chips, right? Yeah. Just play CDs. Got it. All right. Okay. Uh, welcome to your early 2000s. Yeah. Um, so, PlayStation, great. I mean, uh, graphics style, good. Hardware, you know, um, you had tons. Like, there were a ton of uh, third-party accessories for the PlayStation, like controllers and all kinds of stuff. You get need memory cards. Uh, you get a lot of memory cards. A lot of memory cards. I don't think there's an incredibly easy way right now to play a like a playstation on a like a playstation one on a modern tv so that's still a that's still a so play some on the ps3 yeah well yes i mean we're getting we'll get there but i mean the, the playstation well, you one say you can't play it on a modern tv you can play those games never mind I mean, to plug the gray box nick into a tv god damn it Pay attention I'm, thinking the games. I'm thinking of the games which is the important part we're yeah. discussing the consoles, goddammit. God damn it. All right. So uh I mean you could you could do that you could you know, all right, so there's that. Uh the games, oh my god, some of the RPGs on the PS1 are getting pricey. Like I like yeah. you there's you're not buying that. Valkyrie profile anymore. That's not a thing that's gonna happen ever in my lifetime. I bought it, but yeah. If you win the lottery, maybe. 
There's I paid five bucks, really... but I did it 15 years ago. So, but there's uh, but there are that being said, there are plenty of them that are not super expensive yet. Like you can still get some really good games for under you know 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I you I can really... walk in a Goodwill and buy Suikoden fucking one for five bucks. Yes, I did. Oh yeah. <clears throat> What's it go um, for? Twenty five. Uh, I don't know what it's going for now these, I mean, these days. Two I, I think it's like over a hundred, but yeah, so two is way more <laughs> pricey than yeah. so getting one is. I got but mine for free. I walk if you walk into a Goodwill and you see so getting one complete in box for five dollars, you don't not buy it. I probably wouldn't buy it. I mean, come on now, let's be I right. Got really lucky with my so getting two copy of that GameStop. I was on my birthday, and my parents were like, "Oh, you can buy one game." And I don't remember what the fuck I picked up. It's probably some trash. But, like, this guy walked in, and he is trading in games, and he's like, he throws Sweet and Two on the counter. I'm like, I need to stop my transaction. Uh, I will buy that game from you right now for, like, 40 bucks, because they're going to give him, like, 5 bucks for it. He's like, fuck yeah. I'm like, all right, we're gone. I'm good. We're leaving. Best first <laughs> ever. Uh, damn. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it, uh, and, yeah, plenty yeah. available. So, um rate the playstation one i am going to give it a 4.5 only because mm-hmm. i can't hook the gray box into my new tv but i might have a solution for that coming up soon so what is everybody else going to give the playstation one uh nick what are you gonna buy a frame meister no i'm going to talk about playstation twos and threes yeah okay, whatever uh i have to give a playstation one a four because it was i went through like four of them as a kid, like they just kept yeah. fucking breaking, and that the fact that you had like 15 blocks of memory available, and some games took up two, so you needed a bunch of fucking memory cards unless you wanted to just delete your game saves. Which who the fuck wants to do that? Um, otherwise, if you're looking for an RPG console, this is probably the the best RPG console that you could get. All right, yeah, playing back again. I'm I'm. Right there with like a four. Uh, I was going to give it a 4.5, but uh, I, I think it's right at a four. It's got, you know, everything that Super Nintendo had that, or for the most part, that people wanted to play and just a slew of great games. Uh, yeah, it won't play on your modern console. Unfortunately, I have to keep the gray box around because, we, you know, we're about to be talking about the PS2 and 3, which are backwards compatible, but there are still some games that won't play on randomly, won't play on the PS3 or won't play on the PS2. And those, mm-hmm. it's so you just you have to say if you want to play everything, you have to save all three systems. I ran into this this week where I tried to play X Men Mutant Academy because I found a copy cheap and I was like whatever, and I wanted to make sure it worked before I just put it on the shelf, and the PS3 wouldn't play it, so I was like okay, we'll check it on the gray thing, and yeah, it worked fine on there. So, um, but yeah, but the PS2 will play it. Yeah, the PS2 would have played it, yeah, because it's hardware instead of an emulation, yeah. Because it's, it's not emulated like <laughs> 3 is, you're correct. Uh, so, would you, uh, yeah, so PlayStation, great, great console. Let's move on to the PlayStation 2. Well, what'd you, what'd you uh, rate it? I rated it a, a 4.5. Oh, that's right, okay, my bad. Simply because I couldn't plug the gray box into the that's big, right. into I the forgot. big TV. That's right, So, PlayStation 2, uh, roundabout way, I can plug the PS2 into a... a a modern TV, but it's not as it's not that simple. But it is you got a great catalog of PS2 games. We're talking, um, what are we talking like Suikoden four or five? We've got three as well. 
three. Yeah, sorry for uh, three. Don't fucking chop my nuts off. Dragon Warrior Eight. That's a good one. Uh, what else? What, what else you got there? The, the Dark Alliance. Yeah, Dark Alliance. Yeah. Well, all Champions the... of Norath. Those yeah. EverQuest clones for the PS2 weren't bad. Yeah, they're really right. good actually. All the dot hacks are on there. Um, so, you've got uh, Grandia two and three, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Personas three and four. All the Shin Megami games, uh, Odin Sphere. Um, I'm sorry if I sound weird. I'm like looking over my shoulder. Yeah, trying me to... too. Get Dark Dark Cloud. Um, one and two. One and two. We've got uh, Wild shit. Arms four and five, and then whatever that remake was. You got, you got, you got Nick's favorite, Soikin Tactics. Three. <laughs> you got a. Uh, I got you got Phantom Brave. Yeah, That's a this thing. guy is. This guy is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, all, all there's the a lot of cool there's so right. many. Yeah, but right, so the ones that you missed there's Rogue Galaxy, Riding on the Stories, Artemico, Artemico Two, Manichemia, the Atelier Iris series. Uh, why? Yeah, Makai Kingdom, Unlimited Saga, Star Ocean to the end of time, Vulcan Profile Two, which is kind of eh. We got the Kingdom Hearts games, Metal Saga. Ready out of stories if it wasn't mentioned. Oh man! You got Okage. We're playing this year. Yeah. Shadow Okage Hearts one, two, and three. There's another Arclight game, or I guess there's two. There's two, but they really were very bad, both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there's a lot, a lot. Um, Jesus. Oh yeah, the guy two Dual Saga. We forgot to mention yeah. the guy in the Zeno first. Saga one, two, and three. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, there's there's a lot. There's a lot, and I I mean I hate to bring yeah. it back up, but of course if you haven't the played best those, Final I... Fantasy in Final Fantasy X. Oh, Jesus Christ, and ten two, which CJ yeah, best, triggered best game Final yeah. Fantasy X. So good, I bought three uh, official <laughs> strategy guides. <laughs> in case I lost one, I don't know how I ended up with fucking three of those. It things, shit but... happens, man. I got multiple copies of shit around here that yeah. I have no idea how that happened either. But no, it really but, is a good uh, game, though. I mean, and and it was the first system that uh, I've started playing online with, and that's how I played Final Fantasy XI, which you know took up over a year of my life, you know, like literally. Yeah, no, that's that's so. a thing. Yeah, Final Fantasy XI. Um, yeah. If you care to go back, you can solo the whole game now. Apparently. Yeah. You well, can... the, the, the companion system they got now is supposed to make it so, like, they basically have NPCs that you can fill your party out with and do whatever content you I thought you they took do. all the servers down, though. No, they're oh, still they're up for still now. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. Still well, I've still got the fat PS2 that's got the whole thing on the back and everything, so I, I guess I can yeah. plug it into I, th- I think something. you can buy the whole, like, PC bundle for, like, $5, too. Yeah. Something stupid. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, PS2 is great. I think it's, and I, most of the games aren't really expensive with the exception of some of the, the harder to find JRPG titles. You know, of course there's always that. Stuff like Rule of Rose, um, that's like 300 bucks now. But, um, just in general, like, I don't think the PS2 is that pricey yet. Um, and you can get your hands on a PS2 fairly cheap because everybody had them because they were the best price for a DVD player yeah. at the time. Yeah, it was a huge. System. I mean, it was region lock DVD player, but you could it was still a really good price DVD player, mm-hmm. so To be uh, fair though, who the hell was really like the average consumer was not buying uh DVDs that were not in their region. Right. Yes, right. correct. Correct. 
that's why it wasn't a thing. But I, 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 I ran into yeah. it as a problem later on. Like With there anime was like and stuff, yeah. like some kung fu movies were problems. Some some weird shit that I was renting that just wasn't. I was like, gosh damn it. Yep. So uh, that's that's definitely a thing. Uh, but you know, plus you get access to the entire catalog, entire catalog of the PS One, because it is like Blaine said, it has the hardware in it. To emulate, well, not to emulate. The, it's got PS One hardware in it no. to run PS One games, unlike the PS Three, which it's an emulation based um, backwards compatibility. That so, said, though, I have still found games that won't play on a PS Two that will on my PS One. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's there an issue with the, the lens not being able to read the CD, right? Uh, maybe, but I I tried it in multiple PS Twos and it wouldn't work, and it worked in my brick. Like uh, the the one that comes to mind is Silverload because I tried to play that in all my PS Twos. And it wouldn't work in any of them. I, I was afraid that my disc was broke, and then PS One. That's, that's new to me, but started I mean, right off. Um, so I don't know what that was, but yeah. yeah let's see. It's a we thing. Cursory Google, Google search that, but sure. yeah, I'm giving it a five. What are you guys giving it? Yeah, it's. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say this is uh, the system because of its backwards compatibility, and because is, I mean, you're getting right. through the SNES. You're getting stuff. Uh, or because of the PlayStation discs, and then you get all the PlayStation exclusives, and then it's got great games for it in itself. It's it's probably the best system. If not, it's on par with the PS3, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, yeah, it's a it's definitely a five. Yeah. So uh, here I found a list of yeah. uh, PlayStation games that have compatibility issues with all models of PlayStation Two. Apparently, the Slim had all sorts of compatibility issues. Oh, yeah, so we won't yeah. talk about that. But uh, you've got Arcade Party Pack, Arcade Greatest Hits, Atari 2, Fighter Maker, uh, Monkey Hero, Jet Moto 2, Tomba, the first Tomba, mm-hmm. X2, Mortal Kombat Trilogy, and Amco Museum Encore. Right, so it's a thing. And the, only one, and the only one that we would have cared about for this list is the Final Fantasy Anthology, but that is corrected in the green label Greatest Hit version. Yeah. Um, and it's only an occasional glitch on the save load screen of five and nothing in six. So but save load care. might not be on that list, but it's a fucking obscure enough game that I, it may not. You know, yeah, I definitely don't see it on any of these. It's super but... obscure. No one talks about it but me. Yeah, except for you. That's yeah. what you're here for, Blaine. Yeah. That's what we love you for. You can add it to the list yourself, Blaine. Yeah. I mean, I did a review on it, but yeah, yeah there you go. So, uh, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it's a five. Nick, what do you got? I have to give it a five. Yeah. I mean, I wish it was simpler to hook into a modern TV, but I'll be yeah. damned. It's such a huge catalog of games, and they're so, like, if one burns up on you, like, you can get a PS2 for I've bought song. three for $10 yeah. in the last year, so, yeah. I mean, even now in the, in the you know, retro is cool uh, collecting market, it's it's still not expensive to go get a PS2. No. No, so um let's move on to the last one we got here is playstation 3 uh you've got uh before we get to talking about titles we can talk about backwards compatibility again it's an it emulates ps1 and ps2 mm-hmm. um and that's only accessible in the ps2 emulations only accessible in the first model yeah then the ps1 emulations only available through the second or third models um so like they're it's not universal across every one you're really gonna have to be picking and choosing to get a ps3 that is full backwards compatible and even then you're gonna have compatibility issues um yeah but, but it's really not that big of a deal like i was talking about facebook marketplace earlier like i literally just looked that shit up this morning 
and like there's a bunch of people with like fat OG PS3s. They're like, please take this. Twenty. Yeah, but I would bet. I would. I would bet that they don't know enough to tell you like that's the actual first gen. Like it's a fat PS3, but that doesn't mean it's the PS2 backwards compatible right. PS3. They're actually kind of rare. Um, yeah. Anyway, what's that blade? I, th- I said. I said they're actually kind of rare. Um, the yeah. the fat models that can play PS2, and and then there are issues with it as well. So it's kind of yeah. yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah. yeah so uh that's but yeah you can get a ps3 for for a song especially one that plays ps1 games so if we're talking about skipping over the ps2 and playing you know yeah. ps3 and ps1 ps3 and ps1 games i've seen very few problems with playing ps1 rpgs on a ps3 i'm sure there's uh yeah. enough fringe uh fringe issues that you run into so i mean i wouldn't doubt that i wouldn't i wouldn't disparage it but uh there are plenty of uh, i mean decent titles uh, exclusive yeah. for the PS3. So, I mean, what are some of those? Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you go away, Nick. You can turn around, and give us some more. You can read us off some more off the shelf. I mean, I can. You got uh, a lot of the Atelier, like actual actual Atelier games, not the Iris games, like the ones they were actually making, where you have to. It's not so much RPG as it is like shot management. Just mm-hmm. fucking weird. Uh, you got more Disgaea games. Pretty much, this America started really pumping out games at this time period. Um, there's Residents of Fate, uh, a lot of Tales games, Tales of Zillia, Tales of Zillia 2. Um, I think Tales of the Abyss was PS2, not this one. Um, there's Cross Edge. Uh, I think they did Persona 4 and 5. Uh, White Knight Chronicles. Uh, it's kind of getting kind of iffy territory, but like the Dark Souls games. Um, shit. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, which I know a lot of people liked. It's actually uh, really good. Like, despite what happened with that studio and the whole business around Kingdoms of uh, Amalur, like, that's a really good game. Uh, you got uh, the Dragon Age games. You've got uh, Cujo and Citan's favorite game series, Trails of Cold Steel. Uh, it was about a bunch. If you're pretty much if you're a weeaboo. Uh, oh, this is great. the time for you. This is when you're when you're when your reign started. Because honest story, like the 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 RPGs coming out on the PS3, what is what made me step back and go? Eh, I don't know if new RPGs are for me anymore. Like it, it was around this, it was definitely PS3 that that started happening to me. But uh, do you have any specific uh, PS3 titles you want to mention, Blaine? Uh, that are exclusive to it. I don't know because I'm not. It's got like got heroes, got heroes, good. Okay. Dark Souls, Diablo 3s, of course. Well, we do get to beat out the uh, the memory card problem in the PS3, so that's a, yeah. pl- that's a bonus. Um, that's not really an issue uh, with the PS3. So um, when it comes to playing older games, you do have the Virtual Console, or not Virtual Console, we do the PSN store, or you can access a lot of games that way. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, the PS3 is great. It's not, I wish it had, you know, it was more reliable backwards compatibility. Like, you had, like, you could play all three generations on one console easily and cost effectively, because that would make it the ultimate. But without that, uh, PS3 games right now are super cheap. Uh, I don't, again, some of the fringe RPGs, that's always going to be a thing. RPGs always really hold their value. Um, 
better than other games, but you can get games for PS3 for so so little. Like I think I bought when I decided I was going to go back and play all the uh, Uncharted games. I think I bought the first three for the PS3 for less than ten bucks, which is stupid. So I mean, you can get all all sorts of stuff for the PS3 real cheap right now. Um, wireless controller. You know, that's a thing that you don't have to go buy second, you know, um, for a second party. So that's also a thing if we want to talk about that. But, uh, yep, PS3, I'll give it a 3.5, 3.55 maybe. Uh, it's it's good, but it's, you know, if the compatibility issues kind of make me, yeah, and the, and the weeboo kind of stuff, not a fan. So, Nick, final thoughts and rate it. Um, it's, uh, it pretty much continued on, uh, what the PS2 was building, uh, with, at least with their RPG selection, the, I want to take points away for, uh, them, um, stealing the whole, uh, achievement bullshit from the 360 and like making that a, a thing that everybody does now, uh, cause I fucking hate it. I hate this fucking... But you edition. do it, like, I don't understand I know, why... It's... You, you hate it, but you, you feel this compulsion. That's I guess like, that is your personality in a in a in a nutshell. Like like I hate being compulsed to do a thing that I don't know if I'm enjoying or if I'm hating. Like that's. I guess I hate everything. So that's fair. That's 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 that. Um, the whole uh, memory card thing in a way is pretty nice. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty good system. Um, you can upgrade the hard drive space if you really want some more. Um, yeah, I'll give it a three point five. All right, Blaine. Final thoughts on the PS3 and rate it for me. Uh, well, I would say if you have the um, if you're one of the lucky few that has a working fat model that plays PS2 games, I I, I would say because of compatibility, issues, I'd I'd give that a four and a half because does still have major. There with simulation, um, but if you've got like like everyone else, you PS3 compatible with PS1, it's still a pretty good system. Uh, I, I would give it a five. Uh, it's up there. Still have the entire library. PS3's got a few really solid picks. All right. Well, uh, I guess that'll do it. Uh, we did, uh, let's just talk about, so I guess the clear winner for, like, if we were to choose one console to play RPGs on, it's got to be the PS2, right? Are we in concurrence there? I think it's the only one I got fives. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just got the biggest catalog with the widest, like, grouping of good games, because even those games from early, way back early, unless we're talking about Super Nintendo, some of the greatest legacy games um, RPGs-wise, you can play them on a PS2 most likely because they're going to have been re-released on the PS1 in some way or another. Just pop that bitch into Lots a PS2. Copy of, uh, Harold White yeah. yeah, there you go. Watch that DVD, man. As long as it's, you know, Region 1, I believe, US, if I remember that correctly. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, you could have been savvy like me and ripped them and recoded them into local regions to play them on your PS2. Yeah. Uh, but you can do that. Um, so, uh, yeah, the PS2 wins. Now, I guess you just go ahead and wrap this bitch up. So, I do want to, in the future, do a, a one on handhelds, because I have a lot to say about some of the, uh, handhelds I 
think are pretty rad as far as PS, uh, as far as playing RPGs. Um, you know, you got the Game Boy and you got your PSP and um, Game Boy Advance, DS, 3DS, all that kind of stuff. All kinds of great stuff there. Um, I'm probably one of the only people on the planet that actually likes the online only PSP. Like I thought that little thing was cool. And mine broke and, you know, throw it away. Just bought a regular PSP. But hey, what you going to do? Um, so, before we close up our shit, Blaine, I know everyone listening to this show is listening to your shit too because, you know, yeah. that's the way this goes. But why don't you pimp, pimp, you know, where people can find you, what you're doing, um, when they, where um, they can come shit in your cereal, that kind of thing. Called the what is it? The Retro RPG Podcast. Uh, my show is worth it. Uh, where I just talk about shit. Cool. With this guy. That... All right. I mean, I, I, you know, everyone listens. Like you say, everyone listens. But yeah, if you want to listen to more of me, for some reason, I, I'm Retro Podcast where we talk about mostly RPG, but also rare or whatever music. Uh, whatever whatever really i mean uh yeah it's kind of turned into like we talk about mostly video game show yeah talking about uh video games and some other shit sometimes most of the time part yeah, of the time for yeah. the first 40 minutes of our show uh, yeah we're pretty loose at this point we've been doing it i'm in my going in my thir- third or fourth year i can't i've been doing it ways. yeah we're not we're not far behind you i don't think yeah we're uh, getting there we we're yeah, entering season been... four so Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I was doing it about a year whenever. You... Yeah. So you get kind of blase after a while, and yeah, this will work. I used to spend hours editing out like my coughs, like me saying "um yeah" and stuff like that. I'd like Well, this time it's basically going to be whatever recording you got on your side because I haven't heard really? half of what you said. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm 110 percent serious. Okay. Well, I will tell you that around the PS3, I ran out of memory. Oh, that's fine. And I'll just cut. I'll, I'll just cut mine in. That's I'll fine. Send you what I have. That's fine. Just send me what you got. I'll make it work, Blaine. I'll make it work. Okay, cool. I've put together worse shit than this. Trust me. Uh, on my end, everyone sounded great, like unusually great. So yeah. <laughs> so you will about PS3? You're just gonna go to shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. I love it. Oh man. So uh, yeah, no. Um iTunes, iTunes reviews. Yeah, if you like this shit and uh, you haven't left one, go leave one. If you haven't made second and third accounts to go leave one, do it. Um, because just even one review jumps us like eight places in the search results. It's stupid. So that's the most important thing. But you can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. There's all sorts of links to stuff there, including links to our Discord where you can come and chat with us um, and see the terrible things that they link in the NSFW channel. So that's a thing that you can go enjoy. You can email us, podcast at therpgshow.com. I think we're the RPG Podcast on Twitter. Uh, that's a thing you can also do. I don't go there often. I don't, I don't, I don't social media well, mostly cause I'm busy and don't think about it until I'm trying to do, I'm doing work or prepping for the show and then, ah, shit, I haven't done that. So that's a thing. Um, I think that's really it. Yeah. Check out, uh, Blaine and James over at the, is it worth a podcast? Uh, did I forget anything, Nick? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. So until next time. 
Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 u